gold! Nonsense. The golden god! And he dragged you two into this nonsense? I volunteered. Welcome to another edition of the Universe's Greatest Podcast. I am your host, Mr. John Andrew Miller, and this is my brother in arms, Charlie Reichenberger. And this is another edition of Golden Nonsense. I am proud to say I got one of the OGs in the building, one of mine, anyway. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you feel about that, old man. But uh, give it up for my, my man, Mr. Duran Howard. Well, what's up, peoples? And uh, I like the name, man, Golden Nonsense. Golden you know? Nonsense. Can you say whatever you want to say? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Cause first thing That's came, the idea. Oh, no, no, I'm just saying. Well, first of all, I, I appreciate it, man, because I've, I've met you every time I come home. Like, Memphis is my home, first of all. I, yeah. I was born and raised here. I haven't lived here in 20-plus years. But this is home. This is like it's not. It's not even where I started comedy though. Yeah. I'm known as a Chicago comic because I actually started coming in Chicago. Okay. So if people around, you know, if they know me, they say, "Oh yeah, he's a Chicago comic." But this is Roots. This is my home, and I do like to come back home. Can you keep that mic uh, close to your face, please? Okay, all up in my yeah, face. Yeah, there you go. We, the music was kind of quieter, and then all of a sudden we got some, some Mike tipping. Jones. Yeah, some Mike Jones still popping tipping in. came okay. on, but, okay. but yeah, this is better. We can right, well, <laughs> I'm going to finish my story. Do I need to start over? No, 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 no you, no, got, you got, got it. Okay, all right. Uh, the only thing I was just mentioning is that there's certain people when I come home, I look at some of the artists, because whenever I come, I will like go out and just check out the clubs, whatever. Yeah. It's just what I do. And and I just I just watch John, and he's just... It, you, you always want to watch the people who do something a little different. Yeah. Like, they're, they're what I call, like, I don't want to say because this is the wrong term, but it's the only thing I can think of is like cookie cutter comics. They're like based on the same thing. Sure. And they, yeah. even even their even their their style, you can even their rhythm is kind of is kind of the same. Yeah. So I, what you want to find, you want to find the people who don't follow that rhythm, who you know go out and do their own thing, and who are willing to take chances. Yeah. That's a bunch. Of, I want to remind you, like last night you did some shit that I was just like, I don't know where you gonna go with this. But oh yeah, we, for you know, sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's the whole point of jokes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, right. I, th- and that's what I, that's what you want. You want people who challenge. Yeah. You challenge yourself, and, and don't really, especially if it's not like if you're not, if it's not like a booked gig. It's, it's, you know, like if you're on the road or whatever. Yeah. And you're just doing a show. Always take a chance to try something. It does, you know, whether it works, you never know what's going to work or not. Yeah. And but a lot of people don't want to do that. They want to just you know because they're safe. Do the they, stuff that works. Right. Stay in the same yeah. comfort zone. Oh no, man. But I was. You, I was, yeah, you I, was I was trying that uh, clipped ear bit last night. Where? where yeah, at? At, at B side. At B side. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just. It's a ridiculous idea, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? No, and, of it's, and it's love because there's only like a couple people there, but yeah. it don't matter. That's that's what I love about it. Like, it doesn't matter. Like some people didn't want to perform because it wasn't. A, you know what? What are you talking about? Do your shit. It does not matter, yeah. bro. You know the opposite uh, is this here. There are a cadre of comedians that don't. Um, there's a cadre of comedians that don't want to perform here because they the room is too big, or they're or I might be a little too mean of a host or something, and they just like they feel intimidated by the room. I've been told this before. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so. I don't know. It's like a. I think it's all just the same. It's, it's the same game, you know. It's like oh, basketball, yeah. right? Like, can you play on your court at the house? Can you play in the in the high school uh, gym? Yeah, can you play in the college really, gym? If you're really the man, you can you play can in any arena. Play anywhere. It's, it's one of the things I learned about this business is is we were always taught, you know, like my my mentors. One of the things that they taught is like you got to know your room. That's the first. You got to know yeah. your room. 
But you still got to be able to do all the other rooms. You right. still got to be all the whatever kind of comedian that you call yourself. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. The people who love me are bougie black people. I am the greatest to bougie black because that's, that's I'm one your, of them. I'm one yeah. of them motherfuckers. I mean, so that's, that's I, you your know, sweet spot. You know them them, them cigar smoking cognac no, drinking Dude, motherfuckers. My, my mom is your biggest fan. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying like yeah. I they love me, but that's that's my fan. But you Old know black what? folks with money. Yeah, I like yeah, that, right, right, right. I like right, that right, audience. Exactly. I don't I don't think I'm good. I don't think I, I I'm good to perform in front of that audience. But I do enjoy that audience oh, as yeah. a group of people. Oh, I yeah, think that's great. a cool a cool squad. Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah, the but you older still, black folks with but money. But here's the thing: you still got to be able to do. Like, I don't care how redneck the room is, I can yeah. go do it. I don't care how ghetto the room is, I can go do it. Country the room is, yeah. like you know, even yeah. even up. Like I've literally performed for like the go- you know the governors. They have like a big conference. So, governors. So all the at governors. what at what point are you are you um, assessing? What kind of a room you're gonna have? How many years have you been in the game? I don't even know that. Oh God, it's been twenty. Like five, six, three, five years. Damn, you know son, yeah. that's a long time. Yeah, you don't even look that and old. Here's the thing, and here's real. the thing. Here's the thing. The the beauty of it is this: there's nothing like knowing that when you wake up in the morning, you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, that's that's. I would tell anybody, whatever it is, if it, whether whether you it, you could be a garbage man, but if you love being a garbage man, you happy. Yeah, it's not. The, it's the it's the thing of what you love doing, whatever it is. And no and I, I I had a when I when I got out of college, I took a job. I was working as a um. I was working in a department store. It's like a, like a Kmart or something you like that. Selling shoes, my, yeah. my no, guy. I wasn't selling shoes. Oh. You know, it's like a Kmart, so you know they have all the stuff. So I'm I'm one of the managers there. I lasted like a year, and then I went I went to grad school after that. And that's why I started comedy in grad school. And from there, I moved to Chicago. And in Chicago, I worked for the Marriott downtown. I were, and what I would do literally, I worked from six to three. I remember I worked from six to three, and but I went there just to do comedy. So I'd get off at three. I'd go take a nap because I was out all night. And at 8 o'clock, we're just hitting clubs. And this is every night. Yeah. So sometimes I would literally be leaving the clubs, go to the hotel, and crash for a couple hours and, and be there. I did that until I, I got paid the real payment for the first time. And after that, I don't think I've, I've never – well, I, I worked for like a couple of months at the Chicago Board of Trade. That's the only time I've ever the done C- anything the CBOE? The Chicago Board of Trade. Yeah, I was a runner. I was one of them guys, you know. I was in there. It was, it was some dumb shit, sure. <laughs> you know. But but I. That's all I've done as far as outside of the entertainment business. Yeah. Like even now, I do. I still do production, like our production stuff. Like right now, we got a. We're working on a documentary now, and, and we do projects from time to time. And but I still do stand up because that's like. When you say we, do you have like a company yeah, it's, or a it's group? A team. Yes, it, it's, a, it's a group. It's a production company, uh-huh. and there are like three of us in the company. And what we do, like we we pitched a, a documentary. Nice. And, but the problem is right now, even though it doesn't technically affect us, everybody's kind of like stop work because who we'd be selling it to are the producers that are oh yeah that are yeah, stopping yeah. the strike. So because everything's kind of shut right. down. Sure, so everything's sure. kind of shut down now. Yeah. But but that's kind of what I do. Like, it, and that's the thing that actually will pay me on the the money that because what I do is comedy. You know, I gotta yeah. click this down a couple. Okay. You got a brother? Keep on talking. No, no. But all I'm saying is that that. Our, our business is set up that day where you kind of like solidarity with people, like even if you're not, because you know that's still part of you. You're still in that game, so everybody's kind of shut down for right now. So yeah, all we're really doing now is going out and doing stand up now. Like that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, what's yeah. your group called though? Uh, my production company is Focus Fusion. Focus, Focus Fusion. Fusion. Yeah, okay. Focus Fusion awesome. That's a good yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus Fusion Entertainment. Yeah, yep. yeah. We'll try. We'll we put some that uh, in live shows. So is, there, is everybody in a stand up comedian, or are you the only one? No, 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 no. It's 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 my my me, but the the owners of the company are me, my brother, and my cousin. Okay. And my cousin is the one that uh, remember when we had Jazz and Jokes in Nashville. I don't know if you remember Jazz and Jokes in Nashville. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He still owns like he owns um, 
Weekend here. He's the owner of Weekend, the, the club that's here. Yeah, yeah. That's, I know, that's I know your cousin? Yeah, AG. South Bill. AG. A, yeah, yeah, AG. And he lives in Nashville. He's yeah. South Main. Uh, yeah, 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 there yeah. was a Weekend in, in Nashville. They just closed, closed that one down, but, but the, the Memphis one is still yeah, open. still here. Yeah, yeah, he's got another club, though, in, in Memphis as well. It's called Minerva, I believe is what it's called. Minerva. Yeah, oh, it's wow. called Minerva. Yeah, yeah it's like, a, and he, as a matter of fact, they just opened a, su- I don't know if it's open yet, but they, they, they're they building a supper club here as well. Really? I'll, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, that's, that's his. That's he's his a restaurateur, basically, yeah, right? Really, well, yeah, yeah, that's club cool. owner. Club owner. Yeah, I got to give him credit. He's a beast. I mean, like, literally, we went from... Our show, Jazz and Jokes, we went from that show doing it once a month in Nashville, and it just got so crazy that, like, like literally to the point where we would do it once a month, we couldn't feel it because the Titans were, all the Titans would be there. Matter of fact, two of them got into a fight when one of the shows. Like, two of the Titans are fighting at our show. It's crazy. Like, That's that, dude. So, you, you must have had... Um, That's awesome. So, you must have had, like, a leg up on, on the competition because, like, I mean, like, if your cousin is a is a... Is a is a notable club a owner, businessman. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, no, this we the cl- what happened was is that it was that our club jazz and jokes started him in the club business. That was our first. That was his first club. Oh wow! He had never done the club before. Right. We decided like what happened was we it, it was so popular that we were doing it that that uh, somebody came to us and they said, hey man, you can rent out this building and he turned the building into a fires club. It was a five day a week club. We did we did literally a Wednesday through Sunday. And because it was jazz and jokes, the it wouldn't always be comedy. It wouldn't be the headliner. Like we would, we would do our show, which is a comedy music mix. We do that like once a month. I'd right. come in once a month because I was I'm, I'm in LA, but I come in once a month and do it. And then on the other weeks, either the headliner would be music or it would be comedy. Because one of the things about owning a comedy club is that you're only if, op- you're only open half the time. No, no, no. <laughs> if you a new if you a new club. That the other club, like Zanies, is there. So when Zanies knew we were coming in, the first thing they would do was try to bring in all these, especially black acts, because they thought we were a black club. So they would bring in, they would try to force us out. So they bring in all these black acts to try to like, you know, you know, so we wouldn't last. Oh, little, they, yeah, little bank, you big, yeah, big yeah. bank, little bank. You're right, right. But the right. thing was because we would do music, you can't, they can't fuck with that because yeah. we were doing music yeah. on those. That's how we countered it. Is and, that and we Nashville's were doing a, music? Nashville's a goddamn. And look. There's a fucking, I, you know, being a young comedian, uh, I didn't like performing in Nashville because I always felt like there was, there was this energy that I didn't belong being a Memphis comedian. And it's weird because, uh, like, I had, by the time I started comedy, you're you're probably gone from doing oh. uh, jazz and jokes in, in Yeah, yeah, in we're, Nashville, we're probably done. Yeah. Right? And so uh, it didn't seem, like, welcoming. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, yeah, definitely. Like, I've, I've, I've performed at Zany's, right? Oh, yeah. I've, I've done... The fucking third coast and all them other fucking other Nashville yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, comedy staples, mm-hmm. but it's not. I would have loved to have a place where I walk in. And it's like, oh, this place is not just because the idea of a black comedy club has always been like always seen to be the other. It's not just the club. It's just a black right, comedy right, club. Right. It has that has that distinction yeah. on it. Well, but they say they say mainstream and, uh, and, yeah, and urban. 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 That's urban. what they call it. Yeah, mainstream. Like, but here's the thing. Like, I, everybody wants to be ur- everyone wants to be mainstream, right? Like you don't even even if you're an urban act, you still want to be a mainstream act yeah, regardless. Yeah. You know? I, I thought the biggest mistake we made was making it a black club. Yeah. But the reason that they did it because like the branding was, of it? Yeah, yeah. Because the, the, here's the thing. Nashville doesn't have the percentage of black people 
that Memphis has. Right. Like you can, a, a black club can survive in Memphis. Mm-hmm. It thrives in Atlanta or Chicago or New York because the population can handle it. Yeah. Nashville didn't have the population. So it, we struggled all the time. And what we would have to do is bring in some of the bigger acts to make it work. Now, my cousin is fantastic at what he does. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and one partner, this dude is one of the best marketers I've ever seen. Like this dude, literally one of our biggest night was a Wednesday night karaoke. Yeah. And it was packed. It was People it was love insane. The karaoke. You got any uh, you got any uh, marketing tips you can uh, glean for the audience? About uh, things about marketing like the the best thing you have to do is know your audience. That's you yeah. got to know who you're targeting to. And you have to definitely drill in on who you're targeting to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times like with 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 marketing what what I found is uh, and I'm not even as good as this, this dude was just a beast. He has just a knack. Some people have a knack with certain things. They know how to reach people in a certain way. Like yeah. for me, the biggest thing for me is number one, you got to know your audience, and and number two, you you have to work hard. You have marketing. I think marketing, honestly, is harder than the performance. Oh, it is because it yeah. doesn't matter. Because if you you got to do that. Before you even get to this, you know what I mean? Because hey, you know what I mean. You probably know this already. My G, oh yeah, you speak, I, you I hate, it. I hate marketing, man. It's just it takes so much energy out of me because it really it's it's a lot of energy. Yeah. It's like it's like writing good copy and writing, uh, you know, good promotional material and posts and things. It's it's a lot of energy. It's the you know the thing I love about it though, right? Is that it's almost just like stand up comedy where the quicker you, the quicker you iterate off of feedback, mm. the more success you have, right? Okay, I mean, sure. I mean, Charlie, you've been rocking with me here for a year plus with the, yep. with, the, with the podcast, mm-hmm. right? And been been coming to the show since I've started. Probably it. probably coming close to two years. Right, now. right, right. So it'd be three years of the show been running in October, right? Okay, all right. And so um, I've slowly iterated different things every week. Okay. I'm always changing something, whether it be my my ad strategy, where I'm placing where I'm placing promotion material. All that shit, bro. And I mean, it's reflected in, in my in my attendance. Well, let know? me ask you this: Why do you think it works? Because I've heard more than just just. I mean, I've heard quite a few people say that this is the this is the night and this is the place. You know, yeah. I've heard that more than I mean uh, because I'm yeah. fucking working okay, hard. Bro. You you told me, of course, but yeah. I'm just saying I've heard like quite a few people say, yeah, 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 go here, go here, go here. And I'm trying to think: Is what do you? I mean, what do you tell me? What do you think? Look, give me one second. I'm gonna All drop right. this list off to the people. Right. Um, I got can, you. Can on. I be third, man? Yes, brother. Right, cool. You got it. You got it. All right. I like threes and fives and sevens. Those are, those are, those are, those are some good numbers. Yeah, I do. Three, five, seven. I'm big baby. on my numbers, too. I'm, right. I'm a lucky numbers guy. <laughs> I like eight. Now, you live in, you live in Atlanta. Uh, no, I'm from Atlanta originally. Oh, okay. You're from Atlanta. So you live here now? I live here now. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Well, welcome to Memphis. Yep. Appreciate well, how long have you been here, though? Uh, two years. Okay. Oh, so you just got here, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm um, in Atlanta a lot. Like, literally, I'm in Atlanta, like, a lot. I mean, first of all, there are two cities... That I know outside of New York and L.A., where I have never seen comedy always works. It always mm-hmm. works. I mean, there's you, you you can't lose in Atlanta or Chicago. Those yeah. two cities, no matter there's first of all everybody's doing it, and yet it still works. Yeah, that's because normally it's oversaturated. There is no oversaturation in Atlanta for some reason. Yeah. There is no oversaturation in Chicago. I have no idea why, but that's really that was just the most amazing thing I found out about this business. Oh, it's um. I've cited this. It's because of um, the uh, the amount of comedians per capita, right? Uh-huh. Memphis is a good example. Memphis is a one million person city. Uh-huh. You use that as a as a benchmark, right? Okay. Okay. Standard deviation. If you go below that, right, mm-hmm. any 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 comedy act will struggle below one million, right? I'm trying to prove that at, at a million people, right? Because mm-hmm. Austin's a million people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There, uh, uh, Denver is not a great example. It's but less, yeah. It's, it's less, right? But it's like there are certain cities that at a million or 800,000 
people, like like a uh, population, uh-huh. you can survive uh, as a comedian if you have at least one viable club, good club, right? Okay. Um, and then now major cities like what we call A-list cities, Chicago, L.A., New York, you know those, yeah, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. Houston, yeah, exactly. So these are these are five million plus, right? Okay. The population yeah. of comedians never exceeds five hundred comedians ever, uh-huh. Uh-huh. ever, right? I mean, like in town, there's people going to sign on my list. Uh, it's going to be perhaps well, it used to be about uh, twenty five to thirty, right? I've cut it to now fifteen, but that is a microcosm of the entire population. There might, if there's thirty signing up tonight, there might only be. 60 people who think they're comics in this town really at okay. max okay. right uh-huh. now there's a club who doesn't have great policies in this in this town that doesn't really support the uh, the comedians that's why there's a strong independent circuit uh-huh. right but if there's a scene that has a strong club there's no there's never going to be any more than 500 comedians and, and then the cream rises to the top so 100 of those guys are going to be serious and 50 mm. of those guys are going to be professionals right 10 percent, right? okay. and right. then and then of those 50 guys are going to be the fucking ones that are famous right and so right. like in any major city there's like the guys right that right. live there uh-huh. in nashville there's bargatsky and, and fucking uh, uh, uh yeah, vaughn and whomever else that lives there yeah. right i mean does earth, earthquake does earthquake live in um Nashville, I don't know. Earthquake? earthquake? I don't know, but earthquake. Know. Earthquake. I mean, to me, I'm talking about like if you're a famous comic, right? right, right you can you. go anywhere and perform and work. Yeah. Uh, a major city supports that, right? Yeah. Memphis, you know. Well, there are different levels. I'm, I'm finding out that there are different levels of of. Number one, it's like what you call success. Too success is what success is different for everybody. Like for me, when I first started, and I actually got TV. Qu- quite relatively early in my in my career and what i realized was this is that i love doing stand-up what i did not like was the immediate attention all the time like everywhere you went like you couldn't you could yeah. eat you if you stop you get stopped in the airport every time you get you get stopped when, you, when you're out eating and, and it just drove me crazy and what i realized was that i love this business but i need to do something other than this so that I'm not out there all the time. So that's what turned me to production because you can make a hell of a whole lot of money and don't nobody know who the hell you are. And that yeah. means you can go eat. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, I admire anybody who, who, who embraces that. Like, like give an example. Like, uh, one of my boys is, is Chris Rock's, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Hart's, like, uh, host. He's his host. He's his boy. He's one of his writers. Right. And so I get a chance to be around Kevin, and, and this dude embraces it. And certain yeah. people just do. It's built for them. Yeah. And it's amazing to me because you know that you cannot walk out your house without someone saying something to you. Yeah. That's amazing to me. It does, I mean, I it mean, doesn't yeah. sound great. Fame? Like, yeah. I mean, the traditional fame. But I think that being a stand-up comedian famous is different because you're a basi- you're basically a pretty a, cool. Yeah. You're a niche micro celebrity. It's a cool energy that people not, come at you with. You know, you're it not. Seems like. Yeah. You're not like I'm not. I'm not Barry Bonds. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. not. I'm not a a a, a, a role model to, to children. Yeah, you're no, not no, Mike. No, the no, situation. But no, no, but, but no. But think about <laughs> this. I'm talking about. There's certain people who who literally, like I said, Kevin Hart is the most bankable star in Hollywood right now. Of it is yeah. him. He's so because the he's the right. So because that is that. What I'm saying is that he can go nowhere. Literally nowhere where someone won't come up and stop. And you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. And you know when your life is like that. I'm sorry. Which means. It's hard for you to, you know, even if you wanted to be off on some dumb shit, you know, you can't do that. Right. Because yeah. everybody's got a phone on you, you know what I'm saying? Constantly being watched, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why I, I, I love, I like the fact, like, like when I perform, 
And especially when I do the stuff, and yeah, you get all the attention then. But you know, the minute I leave, I'm going. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's that was more comfortable for me. Yeah, but anonymity. I, yeah, but I knew I wanted to be in the business because I love the business, and oh, so yeah. that's what production became a, a match for me because no one needs to know what I'm doing. No one needs to know what I'm a part of. I can just do my thing. I can make my money and keep it moving. That's how you do it. Have you ever, um, have you ever considered uh, like selling your 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 jazz and jokes show to like a TV network? You know or, what? or does it not work on no, TV? No, that's it, it, it's not. It wouldn't be the best for you. Like we're doing some stuff. Like actually, we got a project right now that's similar to that. That I think is more fitted for TV. Right. And as we get the projects going, like everything because of the pandemic, everything got shut down, and so everything's really just starting back up for us to do what we want to do. Of course. So of course. you know what I mean. So it's it's but we we we've got some stuff that we want to do. I I like certain things to be what they are. Like there's a there's a. There's a live like we do live productions as well as stuff that we do on TV or, or, or film or whatever. Yeah, and that's just a smooth ass live production. And as a matter of fact, I just literally what I was telling you like last time we were talking, we just re- redesigned it for cruise ships. Right, which right. is you a huge this. business. So right. now we're about to start selling it in 2024 on cruise ship. We're going to take our production and, and franchise and, it essentially. License no, 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 no. We're we're literally we are my agent. I'm basically giving it to my agent so that they can basically sell it. My team will book all of the acts. We will book everybody on it, and they will send it out. Like the the money out there, especially now, is insane. Yeah, because they're just coming back and they're trying to make up for all the stuff. So one of the things that they've done is they've pared down a lot of the other entertainment and put a lot into comedy because we're easy to put up. Mm-hmm. Now, my production is not that, but we know we can do what we do because it's based on having two comedians on every show. Yeah. So it, it's going to be pretty hot. We're going to like it. We're That's gonna. awesome, man. So anyway, b- before we keep going, I thank you guys for having me, but I'm trying to figure out, I want to know you guys a little bit better and what you do and all that kind of stuff because you know who, well, I know you a little bit. Like, yeah. I know you, but I'm saying, I'm saying what's, what's the driving motivation behind what we're doing here? Oh, okay. Because uh, we've been very serious so far, and I like that. I yeah. like people who own this chip. But I'm, I'm just saying, what's the motivation? Well, uh, I think that I think that Charlie and I found out in when because he just he moved to Memphis a few years ago. Yeah, right? he told me two years ago. Yeah, and so uh, when we met, it was like, ah, oh, conversation is easy with this dude, right? He's smart and he's funny. Okay, and it's my boy, it's it's easy, right? And mm-hmm. we're like, oh, he used to have a podcast. Mine just fucking uh, crashed and burned recently. I had one with uh, a few of the com- comics in town. Right. And uh, Charlie likes to do production. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. and I like having a conversation too. I love sitting down and having a conversation and, with and, somebody. And through this, it's great to have an excuse. And so, like, to sit and talk. We, we started the podcast at his house. Yeah. And he oh. has a very, like, 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 uh, active dog, an elegant, uh, German dog. <laughs> right. It's with a, a, a Weimaraner. A Huma Huma? A Weimaraner? It's, like it's like a short haired giant. I, I got two of them now. Giant. They're hunting dogs. There you go. uh, German hunting dogs. Yeah, they're bird dogs. And so there's a good looking dog, but the one, the the older one is is Malvi. Yeah. So (laughs) she was crying the whole time we were trying to record. Yeah. So our first one or two episodes are at his house. And then uh, I had just got the show just rolling. I was like, why don't we just do the show before? You do your show, right? Do, right. do the high tone. And and it makes sense because the high tone is is a well known mid sized venue that a lot of mid sized uh, performing acts from rap, hip hop, folk, burlesque, comedy, Perform oh, really? here. You know oh what I'm wow! I didn't know that. Yeah. And so uh, we catch a lot of just people. And so, uh, like I told you before, like we've had 
the uh, the CEO of Top Golf on, on here. Yes, oh, we okay. have. Okay. Right, and we've we've had uh, some random metal bands. Random that metal just, bands just walked in you know and wanted saying? to wanted to sit down and chat uh, with us. Uh, j- jazz bands, uh, you know, our buddy, our brother. Shout out to uh, uh, Nate Wilotion on yep. Subway. You know okay. what I'm saying? He's okay. a jazz band guy. Yeah, cool. cool uh, like, you know, what I'm saying esteemed comics like yourself. Okay, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get my boy like AG who runs the clubs. I may get him to come tell him about you. Y'all Dude, come out. He can do the whole thing about club owning. He can give you the whole flow of what that's all about. You know, like I can do that for and you. And so, you know, the motivation behind, I feel like if you're not covering all your bases, it's like, are you really in the, in the modern age? Are you really a comic if you don't have a, a mean stand up act, a podcast, or you know, what I'm saying, like, you have to almost have everything. <laughs> you know what I, I was telling the boys? I was like, it's it, we're living on the internet now. Absolutely. Right? As Absolutely. comedians, we're living on the internet, and in the same way that porn stars. Used to be all cutesy. They used to be, oh, I don't do this, I don't do that. Right. Now the chicks, they all do everything. They have it to. doesn't matter if you're the hottest chick, you're taking it in the ass. That's part. Of, that's, that's part. part of the that's game. required. Right. So as comedians, we I think we similarly are, are required. We got to do everything. Mm-hmm. We can't. I, I got what you're saying. We whatever, can't not do everything. Right. Because whatever strikes is gonna strike. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I I'm looking at live production as. A lot of my counterparts don't understand business, right? And, and, and fucking stand-up comedians, mm-hmm. right? They just they 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 are so obsessed with the performance side of it, which is a hard. It's a hun- if you if yeah. you focus hundred percent your energy in that, you yeah. you it, it's it's hard enough, right? Yeah, but then absolutely. but then also the back end, like why is this valuable to any venue? Why mm-hmm. is this? Va- I what's the what's the what's the what's the economics behind a stand-up comedy club in and of itself, mm-hmm. right? And so you just learn. I've learned all these slowly and surely over the years. So now I can attack. Uh, production as a solo solo guy uh, uh-huh. uh effectively and efficiently right um and so so i run a live show i have a i have a decent uh uh act right i can do 30 strong and 45 minute loose okay. you know what i'm saying uh we got a podcast it's pretty uh-huh. good uh-huh. loved all around the world we got we're big in yeah, india big in oh india. nice yeah nice nice <laughs> nice uh so it um i want to figure out how y'all got that one done but that's nice it's you know, look it, every now and then if you just have the, if you just have the right guy with the right sounding name yeah on your, if you have a patel <laughs> or a koresh <laughs> yeah you know i used right, to right, right. i used to be kind of of the mindset it's just like i just want to write really good jokes uh, i just want to get really good at stand-up comedy and then i realized like yeah that's the fun part obviously mm-hmm. you like that that's why you're doing this but like that's not the business Right, like, like mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. the fun part. It's like it's like my my uh, my fiance works with surgeons, uh-huh. and she gets some surgeons that will do the whole job of being a surgeon, which means following up on patients, right? Writing prescriptions, uh, writing notes, and then you got other guys who just want to do surgery. And, and it's like, yeah. yo, yeah. That's the fun part. Right. That's no, because no, seriously, like some people yeah. be like, yo, sew that motherfucker up, I'm out. I'm and that's kind of how they are. They go and do that. I, just I, I, I had one of my boys is literally, a, he's a heart <laughs> surgeon, and he would tell me, he's like, nah, man, I ain't got time to finish all that. I oh, come see. in. So he, yeah. a ca- so he a cowboy surgeon. Yeah, that's what I call like, him. No, no, what it is, like, don't get me wrong, he's good at what you he show does. show up, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, hey, no, literally, enough, they have to prepare. If you're good enough, you can just no, do that. No, they have to get everything prepared. He comes in, does his little 20 minutes, and he out. He don't even close up. It's crazy. That means he's cold. He is. He's yeah. cold though. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. If you're bad, and it's the same with comedy. If you're if you're if you're cold enough, you can do that. You can show but up. You can show up two minutes before yeah. for call time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The hottest thing, like, and being in like, or whether you're in New York or LA, the thing is that is that comedy is different in this sense. Is that it's all showcase. And what I mean by that is, number one, you, you're gonna. It's not like a thirty. 
you know, 15, 30, 45 minute show with three comedians. That's not what you do in New York or LA. It's just seven, eight, nine, or 10, sitting up, coming up there doing five, 10, whatever. And then when that's the case, if someone walks in, this, the big thing in both coasts is you get bumped. Yeah. But that means that you may be supposed to go on, oh, but if, know. if, you know, if, you know, Tracy Morgan walks in or, or Dave Chappelle or, or, or Seinfeld mm-hmm. or, or whoever walks in, then you know, oh shit, I might not go it up. It used to be Dane Cook used to bump yeah, people yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would do, and they would go up and do as much time as they want to do. Yeah. So you might just, you know, it may be 10 or 12. You don't, yeah. you never know. And that's the, and well, the, the one thing is, I mean, you, they don't, that's the other thing is you don't get paid. Yeah. Like you don't get paid like that. They may give you a check for $45 or some, you know, crazy like that. That's kind of all it is. And it, it changed whatever. Right. So it's, it's harder there, but I know why people go there because they go yeah. there because they know if the right person sees you, you know, this could be hot and I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. But, course. you know, but if you're a working comedian, you want, you got to be on the road. You know? Yeah. You got to be yeah. doing, you, and you got to be doing a lot of, a lot of stand up. See, you know? I, dude, I was thinking that like, um, like, you know how there's some rappers or, I mean, musicians like, uh, shout out Prince, right? Who are, uh, who, who disassociates themselves from the overall industry and, yes. ver- and vertically integrate themselves. Yeah. Right. So they become the label, the agent. The yeah. booker, the promoter, all that, right? I think I think famously in stand-up comedy, Cat uh, Cat Williams is the ver- mm. is vertically integrated, right? Mm. And so is Kevin Hart, right? Yeah, oh, without a doubt, Kevin right? is Kevin is on on a different level with this. Oh, of course, oh of course. And this is and this is almost what I strive for, right? And it's like oh, I got to make sure my, my live show is, is elite to be able to vertically integrate it, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like uh, I I I in theory because I have, I have a company it's called Top Four Studios and I do all my live performances through that, right? Okay. But I also want to you know you know have it for uh, like booking. So it's like uh, Charlie Reifenberger and John Miller are independent comedians of Top Floor Studios Agency, yeah, right? You. And so now uh, I can just ship, you know, we can, cause, because we're more official now, we have an agent, which is ourselves at this point, right? Whatever the case may be, uh-huh. you can ship out easier because now you're just not an independent cowboy. Like, that's the problem with, like, like stand-up because we're all trying to hit the, 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 the goddamn pinata. Our eyes are covered and we're just swinging blindly and the, the pinata is always jumping. Right, and mm-hmm. we don't know how does how does someone get on at um at at uh, the New York Underground? How does right. someone get on at um at Zanies, or, yeah, or, Zanies right. or yeah. the Improv in Chicago or the Improv in Houston? Mm-hmm. Right, like like that idea is so. It's, it, I mean, yeah, everyone. If you're in stand up comedy, you know it's like, oh yeah, you have to be recommended, right? You have to be good enough to be recommended to mm-hmm. get into the clubs, and someone who works there has to see you do well. Right, that's it. Yeah, right. There's a there's a simple farm system, but anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You're 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 hitting the piano, uh, the, the the pinata, right? Which we're blindfolded, and in in a place like New York City, it's like so many comedians trying for those. What it's like the it's like, it's like the pros. There's only like 35 spots, right? You but know? see, what you're talking about, this is the reason why I said I'm not going to do it that way. Right. That's the reason why I started my own company. Like, even when I was in Chicago, I started my own company. My right. first company was called uh, Laugh Fest. And I literally booked. That's how I met Bernie. That's how I met Steve and, and Ricky Smiley and all right. of them. I was Century Entertainers Act for a couple of years. And that's because I started my own company. We literally toured and we were working colleges all across the country. Yeah. And I'm so I'm signing, like, I've, I've signed checks that, that went to, you know what I'm saying? Of course. So that's the way I, I was like, man, y'all ain't going to tell me what I. I ain't gonna do i'm going to do it this way right and from that we started the company here but I, exactly what you said is like that like focus fusion entertainment has film and television but it also has live shows yeah and so me as an artist i'm an artist like you don't pay me you pay focus fusion and focus fusion pays me that's right. kind of how so i know exactly right. what you're talking and that's the way you should do it yeah you should actually make sure you have a business yeah well, we're not, we'll see and, and that's the thing about fucking life bro not everyone is a is a business owner right some people are just cowboys like the, the surgeon that's yeah. the, the coldest motherfucker ever that comes in and saves yeah. your, mm-hmm. saves your mom or your son's life or whatever mm-hmm. you know like 
we need those guys. And you also need Absolutely. you also need the guys who are real doctors too, right? Who who do the full who job, right? And, right. and and they're they're comics who are vertically integrated, right? Mm-hmm. Who can who can support an ecosystem of comedians up under them and live shows and movies and multi million dollar uh, you know mm-hmm. like events, mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's of the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And there are some guys who are just knock them I dead. I want to go work. I want to go work. Yeah, I want to do my yet. thing. Mike I'm going Tyson, home. bong, 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 right? And yep. so mm-hmm. I, I strive to be vertically integrated. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. I just have to make sure that not only am I fucking good with the business, but I'm also cold enough on stage. The, the, here's the thing I, I, I try to tell everybody. If you're, if you're, and, and I'm not trying to do the name drop, whatever. It's just that I learned a lot. Bernie was the first person to put me on stage when I went to Chicago. And I learned a lot from him, God rest his soul. But one of the things he used to always say, say it should be called, it shouldn't be called show business. It should be called business show. Because if you don't have your business together, the show don't mean shit. Because yeah. you know, and that's the whole thing. And he said that's what kills a lot of people is because they don't have their business set up. Right. And that's the thing. And when I was a young kid just running out there, I was wilding out like that too. It was my brother who said, "D, we got to get together and make this work." So I credit him for understanding. Like, look, we've got to do this. We got to diversify. You got to make sure you have all of this stuff. Were it not for him, then I wouldn't be in the situation I am. Yeah. In. So you know, you got to have people who are like I was straight artist. But I, I, I loved the production part even before I moved to L.A. Of course. And he had to show me how to turn that into the business that it is. Okay. And that's another thing I always tell you. you got to have the right people in your corner. You have to have a team. You really have to have whoever that is or whatever that is. got to have people you know you can trust, which is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. But you got to allow them to do what they do best. Right. You know, and those are the two things I would say about yeah. not just comedy, but just business as a whole. Because even though it's, it's comedy, it's stand-up, it still follows the principles of what business is. Traditional business, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. Of and course. if you look at it like that, then yeah, absolutely. What do you say, bro? Oh, yeah. What you got, what you got on there? What's on there? So, um, so talking about not wanting to be famous... Not wanting to, wanting to have your face out there. Burgess told me a story. Uh-huh. Justin Burgess? Yeah, I know Justin. Yeah, that's he, my guy. He said that he told me a story about you going home with a stripper one time. Do you remember him telling him that story? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know either. He, he, oh, no, I know he, what he's talking yeah, about. Oh, yeah. Left at the, I'm going to tell you a story. Left at the strip pub. I'm going to tell you a story. All right, here's, here's yeah, the thing. I want to hear this oh, one. Oh, I know what he's talking about. Okay, here's what happened. Okay. Uh, and this was like, like you know, I had done like Def Jam and Comic View and all that. And that's what I was talking about. I got into that thing that I was just. All the time, I'm like, yeah, I was on TV all the time, and it was it was nuts. Yeah. And so what happened was, I was actually working for a a, um, a guy. He was a promoter, and we had did a show in Orlando. We was in okay. Orlando, Orlando right? Florida. Yeah, Orlando, Florida. So I'm in Old Orlando, zone. Florida. Yeah. yeah. I'm in Orlando, kicking it, and we, we having like a blast. So, as has been the case back those when us my days of doing it, you know, promoters, I was like, yeah, Durant, I heard you like the strip club, so we gonna go to the strip club. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I'm up in the strip club and I'm doing it. Matter of fact, I literally got a joke called How to Take a Stripper Home for $20 or less. And it, <laughs> it, it absolutely works. So I can, wait, I the can. show was in the strip club? No, 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 oh, no, no. no, no. Okay, After okay. the show, he took us to a gotcha, strip club. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. Because notoriously, Durant likes That's strippers. That's right. The tourist Durant at that time. At that time, I liked to be in the strip club. That was just, that was my thing. And I, he was I, fucking strippers. Okay, dude. Let's not talk about that part. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about. Let's talk. Let's get to the story. Cause this is one like literally. We we had this man. I had a I had a TV. We, had, we were literally. I'm just saying. We pitched this TV show and what it was about. And I'm gonna get back to the story, but I just want to let you know this is how crazy it was. We pitched a TV show and it was about a former athlete who became a sportscaster and he became a sportscaster and the 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 uh, 
the the uh, boss was this female, and they end up being in love. It's just going to be a TV show. Well, anyway, the, we I, I didn't want it to be a stand-up comic, so we made it that. But all of the stories we wrote, like the whole eight episodes was all about shit that happened to me, like on the road. Oh, and wow. it was insane crazy. I mean, it was, it, was, it was nuts. But anyway, and this was one of the stories I put in there. Like what happened was, so we do the show. I'm at the strip club, and the promoter's there too. So we there, we kicking it. And, you know, it's like 2 o'clock. I look around. This dude is out. He is gone. <laughs> I'm like stuck. In, I'm, I'm stuck in the club. And I'm like, and I'm drunk at this point. So I'm not even thinking straight about what I need to do. Like, I could have probably called a cab, but I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm just like, oh, what am I going to do? So I had known this, this chick had been over there, and I had spent a little bit of money with it. So she was just like, okay. So I was like, look, wait, look, all I need you to do is just just, just, get, me, just get me back to my hotel. She's like, oh, my God. What? I, uh, Okay, and the only reason she said okay was because, you know, like I said, I spent some cash. So yeah. she told me, and, and so it's like, it, it, I think the club closes at like 3 o'clock. It was already insane. So she said, listen, you know, I got to, you go outside, wait for me outside. And I'm going to think, oh, you, you ain't going to just bail off leave. She's like, yeah, she, she, yeah, I, I would thought she's thinking. definitely going to bail yeah, on you. I thought she was going to bail on me. I really, really thought she was going to bail on yeah. me. So it was just like that. So I'm outside waiting, and I'm, I'm out there about... 20 minutes and at that point i was like fuck what am i gonna do am i just gonna walk or whatever and so she comes out so she finally comes out and she's like okay where are you standing and i tell her the hotel i'm standing which is like close to the airport and the whole time she was in the car she was frustrated and she's like you know you was cool with me that's the only reason i'm doing it like i'm just going you know i'm, I'm heading up but I, I need to go by my house before i stop you know and i was like okay cool that's fine i said i hope you don't mind you know now i think i'm gonna get robbed that's, yeah, yeah that's what i'm thinking at that point i'm no, saying yeah I'm yeah saying, <laughs> no but at this point i'm drunk no because i'm drunk i'm not thinking of yeah, you're not, sound you're like not worried about anything. All I know is I, I got to go to the bathroom, and I'm saying, yeah, so can yeah, I come yeah, in? Can yeah. I come in and come in the bathroom? I just need to get home. <laughs> just need to get back right, to my right, right. hotel. That's, that's all I'm thinking. Yeah. That's, that, there's nothing about my safety that I should have been thinking about. <laughs> I, it was none of that was in there because in my <laughs> no mind, concern. and I'm not even thinking about kicking it with her at this time because yeah. my whole goal was I just need to get home. Yeah, that's all I was thinking about. Safety. Right, right, right. That's, you know, <laughs> so we walk in the front door, and these motherfuckers, they up? They are up. Watching TV, you know, out here kicking it. It's a party. So I walk in the door. She walks in. Comic View is on the TV. Literally, uh, and I didn't hear this at the time. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, Duran Howard. I'm, I'm so. <laughs> you on TV? I'm on TV. <laughs> I am on TV. I walk in, and these motherfuckers are looking at that. I turn around. They do this shit. This one is like, oh, that's that my Oh, they are going nuts. <laughs> Fucking nuts. You should, have, you should have been like, yeah, like, yeah. like magic trick. No, I'm just like, like I'm just, and at this point, I'm chilling. How did he do that? <laughs> so now at this point, her fucking Sm attitude is completely different. It's a 180 <laughs> sure. right now. She's like, no, y'all leave him alone. I mean, <laughs> at that particular point, she wasn't going nowhere. She packed a bag at that point. She, oh, oh, yeah, it was, oh, I was oh, uh, yeah. I'm staying with Durant. Nice, exactly. dude. Oh, God. Nice, dude. She's, that's she, yo, that's, that's insane. Do you know what? Like, that's like a base hit, like triple play for a for a stripper. She's like, oh man, I really struck out. Let me just bunt it home, and she just hits all three. Like, oh my god, he, oh, he's a celebrity. He's a oh, famous guy. Oh, oh, okay. Keep on running. It was it, <laughs> no, the crazy part about it is like I I I that just doesn't supposed to happen. No, that's what it is. it's just no, like, it's like called a, perfect timing, baby. Right, exactly. The stars aligning. A couple of times happened to me. I I I do a lot of shows. I'm, I ain't gonna do this one more time. And I don't know if I okay. I'm gonna tell you. What I, I'm, I do a lot of shows for the military, right? Especially yeah. before the pandemic. So um, what's that called? USO. Well, it's either USO. They're, they're, they're like 
three organizations that I know. USO is one of them, which right. is like the older one. But yeah, they also have that's Armed, I've heard of. Armed Forces Entertainment okay. is one of them. And also MWR, which is Morale, Welfare, and Recreation. And so generally, you know, the guy who promotes it all is. So I go and I, I literally, and here's the thing. I, I love what they do so much. My You know, both my older brothers and my dad, they were all military. So, you know, and I got a lot of military in my family. But not just that, I've met a lot of people. So I literally, for 10 years, I would go to Asia every summer, which would be primarily Japan and Korea. Okay. And then in the in the fall, during the holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, I would be in Europe. And we would just do all the bases. You know, with mostly, you know it's mostly Germany, Italy. Mm-hmm. But because we would do the NATO bases, it would also be like, you know, we go to Poland or we go to... Brussels, or we go to like, oh yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy, and it would be doing holidays, so everybody's like just chilling, like. So my 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 girl's in Europe right now. Okay, she's in the the home in the fatherland. Oh, she's Germany, baby. Oh, Germany, oh Germany, yeah, yeah, a bunch of bases there. Oh, I'll tell you about Spingdalen, which is an Air Force base. (laughs) Anyway, so but here's the thing: so we're doing a base in Germany. This is in Germany, and um, we had done the show on the base. And it was fire. It was like four of us. It was fire. So they take us to this club. It's, it's, it's like a little, it's a village. It's not even, you know, in a town. It's just a club in the village, like outside the base. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. Because most of the base is like this. So There's a lot of, a lot of small towns in Germany. Oh, yeah, exactly. These little cute oh, little my gosh. village kind of places. Great. Fucking great. So I'm like in the club. And at this point, and it, I don't know why. Okay, this is the second story of me being faded. But I was like completely faded. And for whatever reason, <laughs> I thought I left my wallet. At the ATM. Don't uh-huh. I don't understand why I'm thinking this. Yeah. So I'm outside looking for an ATM to try to find my wallet, which was in my pocket, but I didn't think it was in my pocket. <laughs> I'm, at the, I'm just at the ATM trying to find my wallet. So I'm going to find a wallet. Damn. And I'm, uh, dude, 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 that's crazy. I am crazy. I'm, and I'm faded. So this girl, this girl comes by with, I guess, was her boyfriend at the time. And she was, she was German, but, but the, uh, the, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, she was German, and the other guy was her friend. It wasn't her boyfriend. It was her friend. Her, she was her boyfriend, though, worked on the base. She was just with her friends out kicking him. Yeah. So she and she saw me, and she had come to. She was like, "Oh my god, yo, oh you're so great, you love me." So where are you doing? I was like, "Man, I don't know." And I'm I'm staying on the base now, and I couldn't get back on the base because it was close. You know, at a certain time you can't get back on. Right. So I couldn't get back on the base. She said, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Oh, you come with us. Come with us. Yeah. And I'm and again, I ain't thinking about saving. I'm like, who? Right. So I get in the car. I go. To, I get to their crib. And uh, the, the guy doesn't stay there, but they're there playing cards. There's another group there, and they're playing cards or whatever. And it's like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So she says to me, she said, hey, don't worry about it. We'll take you back to the base in the morning. Just go in that room right there. You can crash, and uh, you know we'll get up tomorrow. We'll take uh, you to the base. Hostile, did she take advantage uh, we'll take of you? This is no, hostile. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. It's the plot of the she, hostile so, movie. She raped you. No, no, <laughs> you don't even know where this is going. What's uh, what's the Eurotrip Club Vandersloot? <laughs> We're here again. So, Taking advantage so, of you. Went no. in there. There's guys no, in like no, 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 uh, no. leather, all leather. <laughs> see, that's why. See, shit don't happen to y'all because y'all think like that. Okay. If you think the way I'm thinking, it's all good. I just heard German people. Everything works out. I've just heard German people are into like weird sex. Let him finish the story. Let's see so, what he got. So I go in and I, you know, and I, when I go in the room and then I turn on the light and there's a chick in the bed. What the fuck? There's a chick in the bed. So of course I'm like, oh shit. So I go back out and I was like, oh, look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's somebody in that room. <laughs> literally what she says, go back in there. It's literally what she says. Is it? I'm like that's our complimentary. I'm like, uh, I'm like uh, salute, <laughs> salute. Yeah. So, so I go back in, 
And I, I get around, and I just hit her. I said, excuse me. She turns around, and she's going, shit. Like, oh, my God, it's you. She was at the show. She's like, oh, I love you. You're just so great. So that's how crazy it is. <laughs> Man. So now, I mean, she was at the show. Happy with, ending? Got a nice. With, what are you talking about? She was at the show <laughs> with her boyfriend. She was at the show with her boyfriend. Oh, God. And all she kept doing was telling her girl. It was her girlfriend. Like, they were roommates. Right. And she was like, oh, and uh, she was like faking her girl like the whole time and they took me back to the base like the next day look at that and at that you point, guys, oh, you find angels angels found you angels <laughs> in the outfield I know this, man, this man was this is how you know you're you're you're, you're touched by an angel yeah 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 somebody <laughs> oh, up there likes you right, right. because you, you could have got uh taken advantage of by the wrong type of journalist. you know what i mean like not I, not pretty girls that like your comedy show but <laughs> no. but, but g- giant german men that don't like you exactly you know, it could have been anything but I, 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 I think we've had time haven't we yeah we oh good yeah, we're you there. guys are fantastic, we're man. Okay. Fantastic. Well, uh, 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 Duran, thank you so much for being on the show. I want to tell you right now, it was an absolute pleasure. Well, it's so for good being meeting you. I've never met you before, yeah, man. But you're cool to, people. Great to meet you, man. I get a chance to talk to you. We're gonna do some business. We're for gonna sure, do this. We're gonna ask some extra. Go ahead. Well, thank you, guys, brother. No, I appreciate hey, it so look, much. Hey, look, look, yes. Wait, wait, wait. I, we got we have a dismount. Okay, what's you, the dismount? You, you also, also, is there anything you want to shout out to our our listeners? You you want to give them a check out what's the production company called? Focus Fusion Entertainment. But you can go to my if you want to know. Like right now, most of my stuff now is actually ships. I'm doing ships for the rest of the year. So you can go to my website, Duran Howard. It's D A R A N like Saran Rap. DuranHoward.com. You can see like where I'm performing and what I'm doing all that. And uh, just hit me up on, you know, same thing, Instagram, or, or if you got Facebook or whatever you got, sure, you know, sure, just hit me up. Sure. All right, that's sure. it. There you go. There awesome. You go. Well, folks, cool. thanks for listening to us. It's been another fantastic episode. Fantastic episode. Vaya con Dios, everybody. Vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. I'll catch you on the flip side.